0: Hi,
1: I'm Jackie. And I'm Seth.
0: And this is Never TMI.
1: Where we talk about real things.
0: And nothing is ever off limits.
1: <laughs> Good day, everyone. Hi. It's great it, to be back on another episode of Never TMI.
0: Yes, it's currently our view right now is Snow. Snowy in is Dallas. Crazy. Dallas.
1: It's a beautiful day in Dallas, I'm sure Texas. it's like
0: a thick sheet of ice and not yeah. like powder, but that's it's fine. It's not even
1: snow. It's really like sleet, but there's yeah. enough that it looks like snow. Mm-hmm. So
0: it's, it's fun to look at. It's a nice scene to look at.
1: It's our snow day. We don't get many of these here, but yeah, it's been a good cozy.
0: Yeah. We cozy have day. some hot chocolate or I made some hot chocolate for the girls and I made myself a little mocha and Kennedy wanted to watch Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> the Red Nose <elf> Reindeer <laughs> at the end of January, so we let it happen. But um,
1: Christmas in January is what it feels like.
0: Christmas in January, I know it really does, which is special. I guess by the time you will be listening to this, it'll be what February first, yeah, probably February second. Balmy seventy yeah, degrees in just so. a couple <laughs> couple days from now. But anyway, we're very excited about today's topic. Mm-hmm. We are. Um, talking about our long-distance experience, our long-distance dating experience. And we literally, I I feel like we did essentially long-distance-ish our entire relationship, even though we both lived, I lived in the suburbs of Chicago, and he, he lived in the city. So he, that was, like, the time that we weren't technically long-distance, but we didn't see each other until the weekend. So yep. we never really got to, like... Get that full, everyday experience with each other.
1: Right, definitely wasn't every day, but you know, I I think I consider long distance like you
0: far you're away not of seeing course. each other
1: every week kind of thing. So, yes, and that again, that was the majority of our relationship. You know, I think Chicago. How long was that? A year?
0: I think it was a year, and even About then, it was like yeah, we didn't. I, I would say six months of it was us like actively dating. Yeah, in my opinion, and then we did. Almost two years. No, we did two years because when we were engaged, I didn't move out there until we were married. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was about two years. We were engaged for about five months. Right, two years so. of long distance. And it, I mean, it was probably the best thing for yeah, our it, relationship.
1: Yeah. And that's, I think that's a, a key point, at least for us, as we look back on it. Like your perspective of long distance really.
0: Mm-hmm. Shapes your experience,
1: yeah, and it's kind of like the idea that it you know you can always be grateful for something, and so changing your perspective to think that like long distance, yes, it's not the most fun thing, but there are things about it that can be really if you're intentional with mm-hmm. it, I think that can really be beneficial and actually set a great foundation for your mm-hmm. relationship, and so we'll we'll kind of go into some of the stuff that we did that we thought were beneficial and helpful and we found like to be uh good practices for us just through that Mm -hmm. season of life
0: yeah sorry um i (laughs) i was just thinking because i i'll never forget my i i always had such a terrible like it was like a negative connotation whenever i thought about long distance i was always like Mm -hmm. oh it doesn't work like that's a terrible idea and I remember my high school boyfriend, like, that is, like, us going to different colleges, which literally happens all the time. It was just like, oh, this is not going to work. And so we broke up before college because it was like, he was like, oh, no, <laughs> this was just like a high school thing. I'm going somewhere else. So it that was always my, like, feeling. Uh, it was just like, oh, no, long distance doesn't work. It's really hard. And you, like, they will cheat on you. That literally was just, like, my... Um, And then any relationship that I, like, I, I didn't necessarily go to the same schools as the people I dated. And so it always was just like, if you're not able to, like, keep tabs on somebody or if you're not, it's like, out of sight, out of mind, they don't care about you. So I always had such a scary mindset towards it. And I remember when you got a job, I was actually talking to... Morgan, your friend, Morgan. And he, it it was like the best conversation ever. It was the most helpful thing. And it was like two seconds long, but I was just like, I'm so scared. Like, and Morgan's one of Seth's friends he went to college with, and he's just a wonderful person. Um, but, and they were roommates. And I was just sitting there, and I think you were like getting ready. I think we're all going to go out or something. And I was just like, I'm so scared. Like, I'm so scared <laughs> to do long distance stuff like that and he was like Jackie (laughs) he's like you're talking about Seth like it's Seth you know like he's not gonna do anything and I was like it's San Diego too there's gonna be like nude beaches and everything I'm like all I pictured was like bikinis every day and Seth for some reason chilling in the sand like just seeing a bunch of beautiful women and he was just like no it's Seth you're talking about and like he would never do anything like that to you and it was just like okay like for some reason that just gave, <laughs> like his friend his roommate like knew him enough to be like he and he, he even admitted he was like i'm sure like there would be people you would need to worry about but seth is not someone you need to worry about and it was just so reassuring and so that was kind of like the hope and the encouragement that i needed to be like okay we're going to give this a shot so shout out to you morgan you probably not listening but it's <laughs> you You really helped me in that moment.
1: Yeah. And I I do think it's interesting to think back, like, because I had a high school relationship that went into college, and we decided to continue it. Mm -hmm. And it basically crashed and burned. And so (laughs) just... Slowly. And it's just like that concept, though, because I think I went into it super hopeful. Mm -hmm. that like, oh, it's not going to... A long-distance relationship isn't going to be that hard. Mm -hmm. And then I think, though, the difference really was, like, spiritual maturement, at least for, I would say, even us, of just, like, not knowing who you are. Mm -hmm. And not even spiritually, I guess, but just, like, knowing who you are. Emotional maturity,
0: actual, like, just character maturity, just,
1: yeah. And I think, you know, it came down to the point that, like, especially high school to college, there's so much growing up that happens mm-hmm. in that transition. And then your exposure, like I went out of state for school and I was just exposed to everything. A ton, like just a ton more in mm-hmm. life. And you, you know, you meet new people. Like, I, I feel like you're, you're becoming almost a, a new version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And so when you're not really rooted and that's why I say spiritual. like if you're, I wasn't rooted spiritually, so I was probably wavering in terms of who I was and who I was becoming, mm-hmm. more so than if I knew who I was spiritually at that age. And so I, I think that was probably the biggest thing for me. But then, you know, meeting Jackie, it was kind of like once I I knew who my who I was, who my identity who my identity was, I knew emotionally how I would handle things like that's when it was kind of like, yeah, I know that I'm in this for the long haul and the circumstances don't really matter. Mm -hmm. And so I Uh, was way more committed. And I thought I was at a young age, and I think that part of that was just ignorance. But, Mm -hmm. you know, as I was older and matured, I just, I had a confidence in myself and who I was, the person I was, the character that I had. Obviously, I had a ton of other issues um, if you've listened to any any more <laughs> of the podcast. So <laughs> we, I'm not saying we by no
0: means were perfect, right. complete human beings at all. Like we even at the beginning of our relationship, we yeah. partied, we went out, we drank too much, we we did some things.
1: But I at least knew that I was committed to this relationship. Yes. And so
0: And that's the most important thing. I think mm-hmm. at the end of the day we both when it was time, like when we were like, okay, this I mean he literally got a job and it was like all right I think this is the company and I was a very little part of that process I you know I was with him in school like while he was in school and stuff like that but it was like I had no control over like what I just wanted what was going to be best for him and um so he kind of made that decision I'm sure with the help of his parents and stuff like that but it was just like Okay, like I think we both, there wasn't really a question as to whether or not we were going to like try, but I think we both were like, mm-hmm. okay, th- this, we're doing this. And so let's set ourselves up for success by preparing and like talking and having the hard conversations and the scary conversations. And like both of us had no idea what it was going to look like. Like we weren't in college anymore. So it was like, Mm. will be working like I was working retail he was he had like a big boy job and so and it was his first job out of college and so that too was like okay and then just his personality is very like dedicated disciplined very type a he's gonna be the hardest working person in the room so I think I was just like okay I don't know what this is gonna look like I assume he's not going to be the most available person. So, like, how do we, like, literally prepare for, like, a marriage? Or how do we take this deeper when we're not with each other? Like, we, we're not able to see each other. And, um, you know, as a woman, there's so many things that you think about. I'm like, and I don't even know why. In my mind, I was like, oh, I hope the apartment that he gets is, like, good for like both of us because like one day I'll probably be in it. Is is he thinking about that and it's like no he wasn't you know what I mean it's like I'm not a part of those plans and so I think men and women are so different and there there was a part of me that had to just like trust the process and be like take it one day at a time like I had marriage on my mind you know and I think where we were both adults out of school it was like a taking time bomb I was like okay well we need to prepare. So that was kind of mindset, my mindset. But I think yours was just a lot more like slow. Let me Mm. like the job was the focus, whereas my focus was the relationship. But there were definitely things that I think made it. I mean, if we look back, I feel like we could both say it was really successful, like our dating relationship. Once we were long distance, I feel like
1: yeah, I think it was we had good. A, it was healthy. Yeah, we have a positive outlook on it. Totally. And so I do think, though, and this wasn't even one of our points, but I would say the first point or the, the thing as we're talking through this that mm-hmm. sticks to me is, like, for a long-distance relationship to work, like, a piece of advice I would give is you guys have to know that you're committed to the relationship. Mm-hmm. And not that the relationship has to work out, but you have to know that I'm committed to seeing this through
0: and to giving my best.
1: Exactly. And so it's like, and you know, you may, you may start walking in that road and there might be things that come up that's, you know, non-negotiables. That's like, okay, this isn't going to work, but I gave my best and I know you did the same. Mm -hmm. So having that mutual understanding of commitment to say, you know, whether this works or not, we're going to take it like you're saying day by day Mm -hmm. and you know, with the long game in mind, that you know, forbidding that nothing crazy happens, like we're gonna mm-hmm. pursue this, because I, I feel like if you don't have that mindset, a long distance relationship really is unfavorable. <laughs>
0: it, yeah, like, yeah, absolutely.
1: And it's not that you can't it can't be fun or anything like that, but it's just like, why? What's the point of it? Because it's, you know, and we're we're trying to put a sp- positive spin on it especially for those people who have either done it or you might have to do this like it's you know ideally it's way better to be in person and spend that personal quality time with them Mm. but you can still do that from a you know from a place of long distance so
0: yeah and like I feel like if I feel like you know kind of like like you were saying earlier it's like you know how dedicated you were or lack thereof to the relationship like if you know Seth was out there and he's like all right we're giving this a shot we're gonna give it our best and his eyes are wandering and he's flirting with people and he's going out and it's like you can kind of do like a little self-assessment and be like am I that committed to this relationship like and kind of do the other person a favor instead of like no no yeah like uh, well I'm trying I'm giving my best I'm trying to make this work like I feel like you you kind of know, like, why is it so easy for me to, like, flirt with these random people? Or why is it so easy for me to just, like, put my phone down and, like, not respond or not really give, like, not put the effort into this relationship? Like, if that's not happening, I think you're kind of able to, like, know that and, you know, quit lying to yourself and to the person you're, like, doing it with. Um, And maybe realize, like, maybe I'm not there yet. Maybe I don't want this as bad as I thought I did. Maybe I just don't want this to end. But, like, I'm open to, like, new experiences kind of, like, out of college where you're, like, I just don't know what I don't know. And I want to explore that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. But we can get to just our tips and kind of things that really... I mean, truly helped our experience to be a positive one. I personally think, like, yes, it's amazing to be in person. But literally, if anyone has to do long distance, I'm always, like, such a fan of it and so excited about it because it was so good for us. And I don't think if we had gotten married and everything that happened happened the same, like, I don't know if I would have been, like, I don't know if we could have done it or if I would have done it, like, I knew his heart and I knew who he was, even though there were so many things that I didn't know. It was like, no, I know the man that I married to know well enough. Like, okay, we can do this. Like, I know who you are. I know your heart. And I, I really do think a lot of that had to do with like, not being able to just like hang out in person every day and just chill. It was like, we talked so much and-
1: and that's probably the overarching theme of, of all these things, all these, yeah. And I don't know if, I guess we're calling them tips, but again, these are, th- these are things that we did, you know, mm-hmm. in real life that we found were beneficial to our success. Yeah. And not that, you know, we're experts by any means, that's our disclosure for all these, we're not <laughs> licensed yeah. or anything like that, but this is just, again, talking from our experience, so, um.
0: And it felt fair. It felt like our cups were filled as much as they could be. Like mm-hmm. I didn't feel like, man, this sucks and I can't wait for this to be over. It was like all these things kind of set us up for success and helped us in that time to feel like, okay, we're good. Mm-hmm. We're we're doing this well, kind of.
1: Yeah. So actually I'm going to kind of switch these up just as we're. Sure. I, I, the first thing we'll start out is um, – Again, these are all kind of fall under the umbrella of communication, but Mm -hmm. something that we did that was beneficial, and this probably isn't, you know, I think this kind of fits our character as well, and just who we are, but every day we would start the day with like a good morning text, and some of these would turn into quite lengthy.
0: Paragraphs. Yeah. Like the kind of iPhone message you have to like click because it's long. Yeah. It's too long.
1: But it was in the, some of, some of our brother-in-laws will joke around with the, a (laughs) saying called early and often. So like if we ever go out without the, without the ladies or our wives, like, you know, or if we have like a, a guy's weekend or something where we're gone, we always try to hit them up early and often. (laughs) And that's how you kind of stay in good graces with them. Mm, But so that concept kind of applies here in the sense that, you know, making the, and all all this really requires intentionality. And I think that's what makes it so beneficial is it forces you to be intentional to put them at least first on your mind or, or something like, you know, of that nature. Yeah. And I'm not saying this has to be the absolute first thing you do when you wake up, but before
0: your know, day gets going.
1: Yeah, before I'm out of the house or doing something, you know. Um, it was a a point to send Jackie or Jackie would send me. We would both do we it. We both did it every you know, morning, no matter what. And whether it's who sent it first, you know, it's like a response. It's kind of whoever kinda was
0: up early. Usually it was him because he was, there was a time difference. It was earlier there and he woke up first. Um.
1: And so I, you know, sending like a a good morning text just to start the day like Mm -hmm. that really challenged you to kind of put your thoughts to words, Mm -hmm. to pour out your heart, like your heart in a sense to them. And I feel like that always started the day. That was always something that we would look forward to. Some days we're super busy. So it's like if Jackie sent it first and it's a long text, I might not get around to responding to it for a while, but it was always something that's like.
0: On the yep. back of your mind, like, I need to do it.
1: Yeah. But I'm also interested, like, actually reading, see what she has to say. And sometimes if it's, like, my day is crazy, like, I'll just say thank you so much. Like, I promise I'll respond to this later yep. or whatever. But, like, I For love For the you. most part. Day. It yeah. was,
0: like, every morning it was something that we could look forward to. And, yes, there were some days that it was, like, man, I really don't have time to do this. But, like, <laughs> let me just whip this out real quick. But it really, like... And even, for example, like 90% of them were very affirming, very um, lovey-dovey, very kind of like a love (laughs) note. It was just like, it wasn't just like, morning, hope you have a good day. It was like, I love you so much. I'm so proud of you. I'm so thankful for you. I, you know, you're the man I've prayed for. It was just like, just like really a moment to sit down and be like, even if I don't even get to talk to you for the rest of today, I want you to know that I love you. I'm thinking of you and I'm thankful for you. I'm praying for you today and that's it. It takes two to four minutes out of your entire day. And I think that it just really filled up both of our cups for the day. Like we were doing totally different things. We had completely different schedules. Some days were super busy, mostly for him. Um, But it was just like a time... It was just a time that we dedicated to each other um, that was very intentional. And, yes, it was redundant sometimes. Sometimes you were struggling to find something to say that was different than the last 300 days that you sent the text. But, like, it never felt, like, I don't know, pointless. So that I always, always, always recommend that to people just because it just kept us feeling close and it kept us feeling personal it made me feel like this man is really thinking of me and he really cares about me and um yeah so that's something that we both did every day pretty much non-negotiable um that was really special
1: yeah and i think the next point we had was and kind of ties into that is giving grace for each other's schedules in a day Mm -hmm. and so you know, knowing what the other person is doing, always being, you know, up to date with, okay, it's Tuesday. I know that Mm -hmm. they have class on Tuesday or whatever, like whatever your schedule is. Mm -hmm. And and so sending that text, you know, in mind of, okay, I know they have a busy day. So my expectation is that like, I'm not going to be sitting and having Mm -hmm. conversations all day back and forth. It's like, I know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I respect what you're doing. Yep. And, um, you know, really just knowing what the other person's schedule is and respecting that, honoring that, supporting them through that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was a key to our success is like not having these false expectations that, you know, if I'm at work and Jackie's in school and mm-hmm. she doesn't have class that day that she's expecting me to just hang out on the phone all day. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, life, life goes on. And so, just being up to date with what each other is doing and then respecting schedules in that, in that way.
0: Yeah. And I think it's important to, to like, it's like, sure. what I love to sit and like FaceTime you or just text back and forth all day long? Yes. But like at the same time, like I want you to be like, uh, you know, proud of your day and the work that you're putting in. It's like, do I want you to be half, on your phone and half working it's like no like I um I can't I, I don't think there was ever a time where we would just like text all day and be like what are you doing now oh here's a funny video oh whatever like th- we would send each other like pictures here and there just like oh I thought this was pretty or oh I thought like of you" or whatever but the expectations were very realistic um And I think it just helped from the beginning. And I think it's personality too. Like I think both of us were, even when we were dating in the beginning, like we, it was very rare that we were just all day. Um, And something my dad always told me growing up, he's like, you want to be busy. Like be someone who has a life, be a woman who's got things to do. Don't just be you know, answering the phone at two a m because they have free time and you're you know, you're just waiting on them or um, don't just like text them all day waiting for a response, like let them text you. and so I think i i've I was just raised with that mindset of like, it's okay to be busy. it's good. it's healthy to be busy. And if there were ever a guy that was just like literally wanting to talk all the time, it was like, bro, back off, like, do you not have a life? you know, it just was like, I think both of us were very. Um, just gave each other freedom to like have their day, live their life, knowing that like I'm not the center of his entire world. Um, he loves me, and and that carries on into like the rest of your life, you know. Like he, and like as we're married, there's things there. We both have jobs. We're both busy. Um, he is absolutely my number one priority, but like that doesn't mean that I'm just like at his beck and call all day long. And there's something so special about knowing that he respects my time, respects my to-do list, respects the things I need to do and vice versa. So it really carried over. And I think it was just important to kind of manage like what we were wanting from each other. And then at the end of the day it was just, and that's not to say you can't go to the bathroom and say, Hey, thinking of you, love you. I don't, you know, I always really appreciated that. So like, I don't know. You don't need to, like, go the entire day not talking to each other because it does take intentionality. But I think those little random texts were nice here and there. But
1: yeah. and, and I think that's something that probably discussed briefly is just there's a difference between, like, pointless conversation and intentional conversation. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm sure some of you think, you know, sending a, a good morning text every day, like, if I don't mean it, why mm. do it? And that's where I think, you know, a relationship requires work and it it requires the intentionality, even if
0: the emotion might not be there.
1: Yeah. And it's like, even if I don't necessarily feel like doing this, I know that this is something that means a lot to Jackie or like, even if it may be, even if I miss a day or something, it's like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig deep in myself to find something good to say to her to mm-hmm. acknowledge her today because, I'm again, I'm committed to this relationship. I'm not just going to take this off. And I think that's when you start to get to the slippery slope of like, well, I didn't do it one day, so what's two days? What's mm-hmm. 20 days? Like, that's when you, you know, when you stop doing those things intentionally, that's when I think you get distance to come in between your...
0: Yeah, like when you know it and you just let it slide. And yeah. I mean... Relationships take work and that's literally, that's it, you know, that's the work, that's the work part, that's the work part that we had to do. It's not always fun, you don't always feel like it's just like working out, you know, it's good for you and it's going to help you, but you don't, you're not always in the mood for it, but you'll never regret it.
1: Right. But then that's not to say though that you just need to send something to have pointless conversation. Mm -hmm. And so what Jackie's talking about though is like, yeah, if you haven't, you know, if it's been a whole morning afternoon and you haven't gotten a chance to say anything sending like, Oh, thinking of you like that mm-hmm. would mean it's a easy. lot to Jackie. Two seconds. It's easy. But to send like a, to feel like, Oh, I have to text you in the middle of the day just because I have to like, mm-hmm. not necessarily like, that's not what we're, that's not the heart of what we're saying. No. It's like, no, just effort. When you, yeah. When you do communicate, put effort into it. And that doesn't have to be yeah you know, all the time. But Yeah.
0: And that's what made it special Right. every now and then it would kind of be like perfect timing where I'm like, mm, he hasn't done that in a while and it's like a little heart or something or something and it just went a long way. But anyway, yeah. all right. Um, which one should we do next?
1: So I think another piece is FaceTiming once a day.
0: And Usually happened in the evening for us. Cause that was just the time that we were both available.
1: Mm-hmm. But I think that's important just because, you know, you get to see, mm. Mm-hmm. You get to see the person and um,
0: see their face, see their facial expressions, <laughs> see how they're doing, <laughs> see them sleep in my case. Um, yeah. But no, it is, it is, there's a difference, you know, even if you are so intentional throughout the day or whatever, like it's still special and important. And and then that's when you really get to connect. It's like, I'm looking at you, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. getting your vibe, your mood, your um all of that, like it's like, man, let's debrief for a minute and sometimes, I mean, we did every single night, and sometimes it was just a quick like all right, you know, I'm literally ready for bed, you're ready for bed, let's hop on the phone and we would pray, we'd switch off praying every night, um, and let us just go to sleep, like I'm exhausted and it's late, and I need to wake up. it wasn't like okay, I just made dinner. Like, let's talk for an hour. A lot of the times it was just a quick, like, all right, just call me when you're in bed. And we would talk for a minute and go to sleep. Um, sometimes we'd watch a movie like on Skype or zoom or whatever it was. And just like press play at the same time. And you know, (laughs) he would always fall asleep. He was literally known and I would get so angry. Um,
1: that took me a, a while to it it, get over. did. You would get so angry until you realized that this would never change.
0: There was a shift. I would get so mad. And then I just was like, there's no point in getting mad about this yeah. anymore. I think I just took it me. so personally. I was like, oh, like, how could you? You're not trying to stay away. With- but here we are married almost six years and it's the literal same thing. I laid in bed and watched Harry and Megan by myself last night because he was <laughs> snoring next to me. So I'm like, this is the man I'm with and I just got to suck it up. It's a different personality, but that really helped to FaceTime um, every single night. Just check in debrief if you felt like it. Um, and to be, and then this is another point, but like being intentional with your conversation.
1: Well, before we go to that though, I yeah. think another thing you mentioned with FaceTime, like, You know, even once we're married, like, being intentional with continuing to date your spouse Mm -hmm. in the the relationship is huge. And I think FaceTime, you know, the technology allows you to kind of do that even from a a long-distance standpoint. So, like Jackie's saying, any date idea, like, until you see each other, you know, the next time a person likes... Making a special night out of it, you know, trying mm-hmm. to watch a movie or you know maybe you play a game or something I don't like yeah, you know, yeah, you have to get creative, creative with it, and again, that's where the intentionality comes in, but like using that for date nights or setting aside yeah. you know, that intentional time, you can definitely do that over Skype too, which I think you know would be a great piece of advice, mm-hmm. but yes, as you were saying,
0: the same people still use Skype.
1: Skype? I don't... They There's probably don't. They probably just use... Maybe Zoom.
0: Or, I mean, the technology these days, so you can do anything. Or,
1: did I say Skype? Sure,
0: you can transport. Yeah, oh. did. Um But intentional communication, like, just... It can get so, like, you know... Because I totally remember, I'm sure both of us, big time, would feel like after the longest day, the last thing you want to do is, like, sit and be like, so how actually was your day? Like, did you have any good conversations today? Did you... was the best part of it? was the worst part of it? It's like sometimes it really does take effort and intentionality and work to like, just like it does in marriage, like just like it can today to, you know, you want to lay down, you want to sit on the couch and scroll on your phone. It's like, like it literally takes work and these are the places that the work can be applied. Um, But that does not make it easy. So I think being intentional with like it doesn't have to be every night or every day but like just making sure that both of you are putting in the work to actually communicate and actually try to get to know each other and actually like
1: ask questions
0: ask good questions i mean ask questions all the time like even six years in like it's so important to ask questions like every now like we'll ask each other like oh what's something that you've never told anybody before it's like find something you know because like we're having this conversation or like you know we'll talk about our past or like whatever like just yeah asking intentional questions and not letting the time that you're away just be like in vain you know because i think
1: that's the that's the you know the slippery slope with long distance right Mm -hmm. is like the the ability to be able to not be intentional or just to slack off and like things become so routine and so monotonous that it's Mm -hmm. just like,
0: out of sight, out of mind.
1: Yeah. Yes. And I, that probably defines a lot of who I am. And so that was something that was hard for me, Mm -hmm. you know? So like, but really just, you know, keeping yourself even on, on your toes to stay, um, I guess, relevant and current in terms of just like knowing them and continuing to to find out and learn about them. And I think that's really what where we grew a lot in yeah. long distances by asking those intentional questions. Mm-hmm. And that really set a foundation for us. When we then got married and moved in, it's like, okay, I know who you are. Like mm-hmm. what Jackie was saying, I know who you are because we've been intentional with...
0: We've laid the groundwork.
1: Like, I've I've gotten asked you 21 questions about you know 600 times over yeah (laughs) over two years and so it's just like that is really i think where we connected
0: um, Mm -hmm. from a long distance standpoint yeah absolutely so oh there was one more thing i was gonna say but i I might have forgotten it if it comes to me i'll say it
1: okay and then our last little snid bit here would be
0: snid bit it's tidbit <laughs> 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 snip, you've said a lot of things bit. in this episode that have just been a little off
1: i feel like i have stumbled over my what's words one
0: thing bit? i think at the beginning you said like maturation or something other I, than maturity and I, I
1: could not maybe tell it's you. a word i
0: don't know but that was funny Schnidbit. <laughs> I did not say schnidbit. Schnusbit.
1: Schnidbit. Yeah,
0: it's a tidbit. But anywho, <laughs> we
1: can edit that out if we want. The last little piece of advice Stop would be. That. Um, what is our last one? Oh, knowing the next time you're going to see the oh, other person. Oh, crucial. And this is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it just makes it feel
0: it? real. Yes. Like it, it just makes it feel like. There's a purpose to this. We're doing this. I get to see you. And and it really was like hopeful. I personally loved that like in between time where I didn't have to shave. I didn't need to try. I didn't need to like (laughs) do my hair. It was just like nice. But it always was really exciting to just know. And also, I don't know. It was just like a semblance of hope for the relationship. So like if we saw each other and then we went back home, it's just like, okay, back to like the long distance thing and not having any idea. Like, and I think it was early on when we were like, we need to make sure we know the next time. Cause it made such a difference when it was like, okay, is it going to be three weeks this time? Or is it going to be a month and a half this time? Like, but it, it just, it allowed us to go home and continue to like put effort into this thing rather than like, woo, it was great to see them filled my cup, you know, let's just chill. So I think it really, I mean, we always made sure pretty much almost before we would even leave sometimes, like it was like, Mm -hmm. okay, this works with our schedule, you know, whoever would buy the flight and then, yeah, like that, that was a really big one for us.
1: Yeah. It's like a motivational milestone, you know, marker that it's like, okay, like, you know, whatever it is and it might, like Jackie said, it might be weeks or it might be months Mm -hmm. but i know in x amount of days like we have this date set that we're gonna meet up again
0: yeah
1: and that was always something that again would motivate us and we would look forward to that yeah (laughs) i think really like she said it kind of added an element of peace to it so Mm -hmm. that there was you know it's not like this thing is just in limbo forever like Mm -hmm. that was always a grounding point that was exciting we always look forward to it yeah and, you know, we were kind of working towards that together mm-hmm. as well. Just like, okay, like, you know, three more weeks, one more mm-hmm. week. Like, we would really get excited about that. Yeah. And having that motivational factor really, I think, helped kind of honestly make the time go by. Um you know,
0: Absolutely, it helped yeah. the time go by fast because you do miss each other, and we—I mean—we cried all the time. <laughs> I mean, and,
1: and it was so fun. It's yes, like, you know, and the the same absence makes the heart grow fonder. Totally, a hundred percent agree with that. Absolutely, like, and so you know, even the longer times that maybe seemed like okay—is this if it's a f- you know—I don't know that we ever went three months, but no, no you way. Know, the the longer it is, like the more rewarding it is when you actually do get to see Mm -hmm. each other. And so those moments are always so special. Yeah. Like Jackie's saying, you know, the point is having that essentially planned and and we really did. I don't know that we always had our flights booked, but we knew this, this is the date and And we just made it work. And it was
0: not always easy financially. Like we were both not rolling, but like, and he was in California. I was in Chicago. Like it was not, um, It It wasn't just easy, but it was something that we felt like we had to do. And and you put work and effort and intentionality and your finances to things that are important to you, and that really went a long way. And then I do remember what I was going to say earlier, and this can kind of be, like, the last point, but, like, the work and effort that you are putting into your long-distance relationship will carry over into your marriage. Like... Mm -hmm. the you know our intentionality and the the foundation we laid like it wasn't just because we were doing long distance it's like you're still working on a relationship you're still preparing for you know hopefully lord willing a marriage and that takes a lot of effort and intentionality and work and sacrifice and um building and you know a lot of the things like if you're kind of like not putting effort in out of sight out of mind you better believe that when you get married it's not going to change overnight like those those habits and that mindset you'll still have with you so it's like you can absolutely like I don't care if they're next to you or not like you can sit on the couch every single night and you know and there's seasons we get into where we'll we'll kind of turn on a show sit down and actually we were talking to our marriage counselors recently and they were like turn on like a sermon or leave the TV off and like put your phones down and actually like talk to each other. I mean, we do talk to each other, but like, you know, like make it a little more intentional and praise the Lord. We have a date night every week because otherwise it's like, that's like our time to really connect. But other than that, like there's not, it doesn't happen naturally throughout a day where you're like really talking about where each other's at spiritually, emotionally, physically like so it you know just because you're long distance and it's out of sight, out of mind that doesn't mean that's not that can't happen when you're right next to each other you can be in the same room and there's so many so many marriages where people just simply aren't putting in the work and you're distant and you're kind of not caring so mm-hmm. um it is worth it to like put in that effort and put in that work um Because that'll transfer over to, like, the rest of your life, you know? Yeah. So there's a reason for it. Right. It's not all in vain. But, yeah. Anything else?
1: Um, no, I think those were our schnidbits for long-distance relationships, (laughs) you know? Yeah, it was the best. uh, It was the best. Yeah, just hopefully this is encouraging to you for any of those Mm -hmm. who are in that season or going to be in that season yeah absolutely Um, it can definitely be a a period of great growth so Mm -hmm. if you go into it with a a positive mindset like it doesn't have to be a drag and um Mm
0: -mm. yeah absolutely well thanks for listening
1: yes thank you guys very much
0: appreciate it again i'm so far oh sorry
1: (laughs) i feel like we always do that (laughs)
0: because you're trying to cut me off and get to it but Okay, All right,
1: I'm Seth.
0: And I'm Jackie. And this
1: is Never TMI, and we are signing off.
0: Peace out.